Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. What I've learned in life and in my prayer life, sometimes I have to repeat things over and over because my spirit catches it first, but everything around me is not catching it as quickly. Turn to somebody and say, you're not alone. And you know, you have access to God's love. You have access to his unlimited strength. And also he has given you authority. Say, I have authority. And that's what we're talking about this month, dominion, taking authority. And each one of us in our life, we've had times in our life where we were dominating, right? I've had that in my life. I, I distinctly remember when I used to dominate in basketball. Look at me, 5'9". Just wait for the story. I dominated. I was 13. I had adjustable nets. I had those at about 7.5 feet, 8 feet, and I had a litany of third and fourth graders in my neighborhood that wanted to play. And let's just say I dominated. I was in control. They couldn't handle me. I was stuffing. I was dunking. I was dominating. Who's had a life, some, type, some part in your life where you're just dominating and it felt great? Right? Well, the flip side to that is I used to play with my buddy, and he built a full-court basketball court in his backyard. We had T-shirts. This is about 15 years ago. We were in our 30s and 40s. We were like from the movie Grown Ups. Anybody seen the movie Grown Ups? Kevin James, all shapes, all sizes, doing our best. We felt good. Jerseys. I had a jersey with my name on it. But someone invited three guys. They played in college, the European League. One guy was in town. He was trying out for an NBA team. They were stretching before they started to play. I was like, who stretches? Who does that? We're dads. I was not in control in that moment. The best way I could explain my experience, just to kind of give you a, a visual of this, is if I put you in the middle of a field, and on the other side, I put three deer, and I said, here's the object of the game, catch one. That's it. That was my experience. I just ran in circles until I got exhausted. But there was a cool moment. I have to share this because this is a, this is a core memory of mine. I got picked on their team. It, it wasn't because they picked me. I don't think we had enough players at the time. And so I got, I got on their team. Now, I wrestled in high school. I'm a horrible basketball player, just to let you know. So I'm, I'm running, just running, just enjoying being in the game. You know, in life, right? Just enjoying it. And then I got past the ball. And as quickly as I got past the ball, I just, I shot it. And one of those guys caught that ball in midair and dunked it. <laughs> Alley-oop, baby. 
which one is is it this one wait check 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 that's okay we're gonna get back to the devil with that one so I alley-oop he I didn't alley-oop it this is a seven foot rims here he dunks it and he goes nice pass and I go you're welcome how have you, have you been that way in life? You're just shooting the ball. You're just hoping it, it goes in. From dominating to just kind of shooting. And then there's the other side of life to where we're just um, surviving. And this morning, I want us to look at ourselves right now and, and all the areas of our life. Are we dominating right now just dunking on 13-year-olds? <laughs> Randomly shooting shots. Or just watching the game, this in life, and just feeling like you're over your head. And I titled this message, The Blind Grind. The Blind Grind. And today, let's reflect on our lives as a whole. Our journey with God, our, our journey in our family, our maybe dynamics in business. Um, it could be relationships, our career, our business. What all these things are intertwined and, and connected. They're not an island to themselves. And what I've learned is if one suffers greatly, they all are impacted. I'm too hot. I'm too hot. Too hot. Too hot. Wait, I'm in stereo. Two mics. We're going back to this one. It's all good. You know, I turned 50 this year, and what I've, I know, right? <laughs> and what I've realized is this, is that these things in our life, they take turns from thriving to sometimes toiling. And, and they take turns at it. And not everything all the time is firing at all cylinders, so I just want you to know today, that's, that's normal, okay? It's okay, but some things need um, a little more attention during a season. You know, I hear people say things like this, um, my business is awesome, but my marriage, airball, right? Oh, I love church, church, I'm, it's thriving, I'm thriving at church, but I, I want to replace my family. You think that, but you really don't. It's killing it in one area, suffering in the other area. And I, I, you don't have to choose to live like that is what I'm saying this morning. The good news is we have authority. We can take dominion. God will give you wisdom to help you navigate all of them at once. Now, here's the key thing. So that each one is growing and at least moving forward to thriving. It might just be your first step today, but I'm going to tell you from that first step of faith, you are moving that towards thriving. Turn to somebody and say, I want to thrive. So we can't neglect it, and we can't wait till it fixes itself. That doesn't work. As New Testament believers, we have the authority to take dominion to bring everything in sync with God's plan for us and his purpose for us. Some of you might think today, you don't know my family. 
You don't know my business situation. You don't know my marriage. And, and I've thought this in different times where I thought, I'm just going to let go of the things that I can't fix. And I'm just going to work on the thing that I can do with my own hands. And I end up in that blind grind. Alone, without the strength, the resources that I need that can come from the Heavenly Father. So don't listen to that lie. God's principles work. Nothing is impossible for him. It just takes one step. Say this. Say one step. That's it. One step of faith to get you in sync with God's plan for you. So how do we, how do we bring ourselves into this rhythm? It starts with one thing, position. It's our Where are we positioning ourselves right now in life? I want to read a scripture. It's Psalms 1. If we could turn there. And it says this in Psalms 1. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, which yields fruit in every season. But I want to start with the first part, verse 1 here. It says, blessed is a man. Say, that's me. Who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his, say, delight is in the law of the Lord. That means you have a joy in the Lord. And and he meditates on that day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water and bring forth fruit in its season, whose leaf will not wither. And whatever he does, prospers. So we see a person of conviction, a person of discipline to stay planted no matter what, and he prospers in everything that he does. So let's look at this. He's like a tree planted. So think of this, roots. You're setting in your roots. Roots take time. Roots, the more time, the more stable those roots become. Stable roots hold you when challenges and storms come. Don't be so quick to pull out and try to figure out things on your own. Amen? He's like a tree planted by the rivers. Rivers, this represents our source. He's our source. By rivers of water, unlimited access to resources, unlimited access to answer questions, unlimited access to, God, what do I do right now? Unlimited access to peace. Who needs some peace this morning? So you can trust this process and be refreshed along the way. Let's go back to the verse. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaves also shall not wither, but whatever he does, say that's me, shall prosper. So that word prosper, that means you're going to grow. It's going to be healthy. It's going to be strong. You're going to succeed. You're not alone. You have the resources, and you're going to be a success. In your journey with God, your family dynamics, your health, God's will is for us to experience all of these things synced together. So do not lose heart. 
As I was praying for you guys today, that's what I felt like. Just saying over and over, don't lose heart. Because if that area is not prospering right now, it just takes one step of faith to reposition your family back into the rivers of living water, to reposition your business and go, God, I'm going to acknowledge you in all the ways, all my ways. You're going to direct my path. It's taking what is broken to a place of healing, and that's the presence of God. Don't disconnect yourself or pull out trying to do things alone. Don't try to figure it out by yourself. When I was praying for this, the picture I got of the blind grind, there was this movie called Ben-Hur. Oh, man, it's epic, right? A Jewish prince, right? Look at these guys ripped. Dr. Matt, they have beards and chest hair. Real men. He was betrayed by his adopted brother, who is Roman, for treason, and he gets sent to this galley. And it's a perfect picture, and sometimes life can be like this, where we're just willing to grind it out. Don't do that. Don't be that guy. Turn to somebody and say, don't be that guy. A galley slave is someone that's chained to an oar with a very limited visibility, no vision. Your flow, your rhythm is determined by someone else beating the drum. You're not in charge. You're fighting battles you didn't choose. You don't receive the spoils from the victory. You get blamed for lack of performance and defeat. You eat, you sleep there, you go to the bathroom there, and your only escape is death. Not fun. But that's how sometimes we live life, right? Am I right? It's like sometimes you wake up, coffee, go to work, come home, hi kids, Netflix, go to bed. Wake up, coffee, go to work. You're, you're, you're following the drum of everything around you. You're not taking dominion of your life. You're just in rhythm with something you weren't designed to sync with. Spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit will never find rest until it's synced to the creator that breathed his life into you. You know, in this movie, he, he says something to a new slave that sits next to him, and he's been in it for years, right? He's just, he's over it. He's just rolling. And this guy goes, what should we do? And this is powerful what he says. He says this. He goes, when they walk past you, you bow your head. When they strike, you take it. You can't beat them. All you can do is outlive them. That's not your calling. 
You're not called to grind out your marriage, to grind out your family, to grind out your business, to grind out ministry calls, financial grind. That's not for you. Now, are there challenges? 100%. There are challenges. But you're not supposed to grind it out by yourself. You know, I've bought this t-shirt, I've lived in this, and if I'm not watchful, I can find myself voluntarily chaining myself back into it, trying to figure it out with limited vision, limited strength, stuck in a loop, just surviving, trying to make things happen. Don't get stuck in life. I'm going to tell you right now, you don't have to be stuck. Don't do it. Limited by your own strength, your own skill set, your own circumstances, you have authority to take dominion. Turn to somebody and say, I have dominion. Even if you don't feel like it. I'm telling you, sometimes you just have to say it over and over and walk it out. I was on a, um, this week, I was praying for something. We're believing for breakthroughs. You know, just because I'm up here doesn't mean I don't have challenges. Doesn't mean that I'm not believing for my business, believing for things to break through. And I, I, just, I just had to get alone with God. I had to position myself and I had to listen. And I had to go, God, okay, you are my source. You are my source. You are my source. Probably if someone on that walking trail heard me, they're probably thinking, this guy has lost it. He's gone. But I was trying to get back in sync with God's rhythm and flow for me. And I remember sitting in a hotel bed. This was years ago. I'm sitting in a hotel bed, and you dads can picture this, I'm sure. We're at, we're at a water park or something, and I'm sitting at a hotel bed, and I, my hands, my head is in my hands. And I'm feeling the weight of what is the future for my family? The weight of what, it, what how am I going to do this for my wife, my kids? Okay, I'm going to have to cut here. I'm going to have to do this. All right, I'm going to have to rework this. Not praying, mind you. Just trying to figure it out. Okay? And I'm not telling you, you can't try to figure things out, but you need to be partnered with his presence. And so I'm just sitting there, and my son, Sean, I'm going to tell a story about you today. Lucky you. God speaks through my son. I forget how old he was. He was young. And he goes like this. He goes, Dad, do you even enjoy your life? Oh, dad's ruining the vibe in the room. I didn't realize the vibe, the negative headspace, me trying to grind this out by myself, trying to figure everything out. And I wasn't alone. I was with my, my beautiful wife, my kids. I was, <laughs> I was at a water park. Come on, dads. I had my heavenly father. What happened was, I was too busy to stop, look, and listen. I was neglecting the very strength and authority I had in Christ, because I was too busy 
in my thoughts alone. Survival mode rather than dominion mode. My, my ideas were from a place of what I could lose in order to survive. Did you hear that? I was at a place where I was willing to lose things in order to survive, not from a place of vision, looking to his provision and what he said. Stop, look, and listen. If you get one thing, it's like stop, drop, and roll. Remember that? I was like in third grade, stop, drop, and roll. Any firefighters, we still doing that? Are we still stop, dropping and rolling? It seemed like a big deal back then, like we were all going to be caught on fire at the time. It was a big deal. You need to stop, drop, and roll. I just remember that. That's weird. Sorry. Sorry. That's, I'm being, uh, Dr. Matt, we, we, we're like, we're like, we get it. Our brains. Stop, look, and listen. Stop. Wait on the Father. Those who wait upon the Lord renew their strength. Look. Was I positioned correctly? What was God trying to do in my life? What was the God story that he was trying to lead me to that I was going to miss out by grinding out by myself? Listen to discover his plan, his process, using faith to walk out his direction. God used my son to speak to me. Maybe you're feeling like this today, and I'm going to give you three things that have helped me get through this. So if you're taking notes, they all start with the word D because we do that around here, you know. Here's three things that start with the word D. That works for me. All right, right. All right. So it says discipline, discernment, delight. Then we get into our place of dominion. So let's talk about that. Discipline, doing the things necessary to stay planted, positioned in him, and to grow like a tree. We're setting in our roots. We're disciplined. Discernment, the ability to see past the surface level, the economy, what the news is saying. Looking past that to navigate with the Holy Spirit leading you. That's what discernment is. God speaks to us daily through his word. If we listen and his principles, guys, are proven. We need all three. So here's the other one, delight, great pleasure, joy. In walking out the life God has given you, it's not exempt from challenges, pain, or growth, but it's one of joy and strength in the journey that we are delighting ourselves in the Lord while we're in the process. He delights in the Lord day and night, which he meditates on the word of God. There's a joy that comes in the journey. But we need all three. They work in tandem. They don't work separately. And each one feeds the next. So let's, let's just break this down a little bit. Discipline gives you the ability to stay in God's process and development. Okay, and how do we do that? Practical. Reading your word. When I open up my Bible every day, I say a little prayer. And I say this. I say, God, speak to me what you want me to hear right now. As I read your word, open up my eyes what I need right now in this moment. And so when we read the word, we're reading it in that light, praying consistently, listening, coming to services, men's, women's prayer, tithing, giving, serving. It all takes discipline. 
But that discipline causes you to do things that develop your understanding of God's principles, okay? And it connects you closer to God. And when you're growing closer to God, it'll, sh it'll show us and help us develop our discernment. Discipline always develops discernment. What is discernment? It's the ability to judge well, to know truth from error, to know when God's speaking or when it's someone else speaking, a bad idea. Discernment helps us accurately evaluate ourselves, other people, and then also situations. Then we know if it's God leading us to do that or not. Discernment can help us see a real situation. I want to tell you right now, as a parent, you need discernment more than ever today. There are times where Lisa's come to me or I've come to Lisa and we go, you know what? One of our kids, we feel a prompting in our heart. This is why it's so important for you guys to develop a relationship with God. It's so important to get into the word because he'll speak to you daily. And I remember them, God coming to Lisa one day and said, we need, to, we need to speak to this child. Because they were dealing with a private pain and a challenge that we needed to help them with. But if we didn't walk in discernment, we wouldn't have seen it. Discernment is not only for your family, it's for your friends where you can have real conversations. And see past the smiles. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Woohoo. Your community, to be able to see a neighbor and see more than just a smile on their face, but to look at them and go, wait, something's off. And then we investigate and then they open up. And it's not a, a crazy thing that we do by investigating. It's just asking questions like, what can I, can I pray for you today? Can I help you with this? God is faithful. Saying something like, you're not alone. God loves you. I am here for you. Discernment can show you your call and help you walk it out. I remember Lisa and I, I knew that I was working at this job and I knew I, God was telling me, you're going to quit your job with benefits. You're going to sell your home and then you are going to do something with mentoring people and I'm like oh boy I'm going to tell Lisa that this is going to be interesting and we might move and I didn't start off like that I want you to know this was through years of processing with God and I told Lisa and Lisa goes mm, why don't you go get away for three days and fast and um, pray and then get back to me with a little more specificity on what you're thinking and I did. I remember sitting, and this is what I'm talking about, positioning yourself, listening, and then doing. I went to a monastery for three days. I know, weird, right? But it had a beautiful acreage, and, I, and it was just me by myself. And a Franciscan monk was there, which I, I didn't see very much. And I just, I remember I had a bag of apples and no phone and my Bible. And it was really weird the first day. And that's what it feels like when we're first trying to hear God. It feels like a blind date. Have you ever been on a bad date? I remember I took a, a girl out once before Lisa and I didn't know what a vegan was back then. And I ordered rotisserie chicken. It was like that. It's just weird. It feels weird. 
And you're just like, God, are you there? Is these my thoughts? And by day two, and it still hits me. By being disciplined to stay in there by day two, God just, he spoke. That's why we're here today. We're here. Are we finished with our journey? No, but you know what? My family was from all different parts, ministry in different states. Every one of my family's here. My extended family, my mom, every one of my family serving at this church. And I'm telling you, that's a delight. It came from trusting the process of being disciplined. Let me talk about finance. What a segue, right? I know what it's like to have a business that you have to breathe life into. And I, I have friends the same way, business owners. And you know, where you're just breathing life and believing and attend, attending to it. Let me tell you how you build vision. I remember sitting with Lisa, we're at the El Cajon campus last year, Vision Builders. Outside, there is a beautiful campus and we're sitting there. Probably not the best, our, our market and space, our market space and business was uh, obliterated. No bueno, challenge, challenge. Probably at the lowest part financially. I'm sitting at the table with her and God puts a, a number on my heart for us that was big for us, bigger than we've ever done for us. Now I'm not saying this is a template. What I'm saying is listening to the voice of God. And I remember I wrote down this number and I go, this is either a really bad idea or this is God doing something amazing. And then I hand it to Lisa and Lisa had the same number. And here's what, here's what's so cool about this story. We're still walking out the process. But how could I not sow in to not just my breakthrough, because I know when I listen to the voice of God, it's not just about my breakthrough, it's about my community, it's about my city's breakthrough, it's about my state's breakthrough, and sitting in a beautiful campus in an area that is gonna be radically changed by our church. And I thought to myself, I am so proud of our pastor, like Pastor Jurgen, that discernment will always take you to a place that is opposing to what everyone else is doing. And our church, instead of shrinking back when challenges came, we went forward from a place of building to a place of vision, taking dominion, when everybody else was like, what are we willing to lose to, in order to survive? And I'm so grateful for the vision of this church. Psalms 37, four says, delight yourself in the Lord he will give you the desires of your heart. Let's stand today. And as I was praying this morning, I got this, this vision of an Olympic hurdler. I wanted to talk you through this idea. So just close your eyes and your life could feel like this right now. An Olympic hurdler that is, has the skill set to do the event, naturally talented, the skills has done this, 
his whole life. And we see on the Olympics, the race starts, he trips over the first one. It's hard to watch. Trips over the second one, trips over the third one. And it's so difficult to watch. And that's how our life can feel at times. Out of sync, out of rhythm, just tripping over the hurdle. And I don't know where you're at today, but what I want to ask you is a few questions, your eyes closed. Are you in an area like this where you feel like the blind grind is going on? And I don't know what that area is. I want to tell you, you are in the right place. If you position by faith, making the first step and giving it to God's capable hands. Are there areas of your life that you've given up on? Are there areas of your life where you feel that it, you're just in over your head? Are there areas of your life that you feel paralyzed and stuck? We're going to take a step of faith today together. A step of faith together, knowing that you are not alone and that God can change things. Lord, we come to you right now. With hearts open, eyes on you, we position ourselves in your presence. As we take that vulnerable first step, we know that we're stepping on the firm foundation. As we take that first step of faith, we understand today. Let us get a, uh, an idea. Let us get the vision of that area just starting to develop, to start thrive, that there's a heartbeat in our marriage, that there's a, we hear that heartbeat. It's not quite there yet, but you are going to walk us to the end, through the process, as we position our hearts. We are so grateful for your strength. We are going to delight in your process. Can you, can you say this with me today, with your hand on your heart? Say, Father, thank you that I'm not alone. Father, give me direction today. Open my eyes to see your process, to see your plan. Thank you for dominion. Thank you for giving me authority to walk out challenges. I will not give up. I am committed to the process. I'm committed to stay planted. Say, strengthen me. Thank you for loving me. You know, if that's your first time praying that, I just want to say right here, right now, there's something so precious about a relationship with the Father. And if you're here today, and this is new to you, this is the first step. You're already at the right spot. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. He said that to his disciples right before he knew he was going to be crucified. And he said, I'm going to send you a helper. He said, I'm the way. 
just by being in this place today, you're in the way. Now, you have to accept his truth. So just close your eyes. If you're here today in this message, you're like, I, I can't do this alone. I don't want to live life in the grind. I don't want to be that person that's just grinding it out, living in a cycle. There is freedom, and it's right here. It's his presence. And all it takes is a heart to say, I'm open to make you Lord of my life. What does that look like? It's saying, take me from my ways, and I'm going to take my life and place it in your process. I'm going to believe that you died for me. I'm going to believe that, yes, I'm a sinner, but I am saved by grace, and that I'm a child of God. He is here for you. So if you want that life, if you want to take that first step today, every head bowed, every eye closed, just raise your hand today. Say, I want to make that first step. I want to do that with you. I want to pray for you. If that's you today, just raise your hand in this place. Take that step of faith. Right when you raise that hand, it's not making any difference. It's just saying, I want to surrender to a loving God. If that's you, I see that hand. Thank you. I see that hand. Anybody else? Come on. Let's take that step of faith together. If you need to rekindle your relationship with God, let's do it right now. If you're done with the blind grind, let's do it right now. I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, let's pray. Father, we thank you for that first step that we're taking today. It's in faith. It's in strength, knowing that you have us. Repeat this after me. Let's all do it together. Say, Lord, I can't do it on my own. I give my life to you. I want you. I want your process. I need your peace. Forgive me for my sins. I give you my everything. I want to make heaven my home. I honor you in this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen. For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.